You are listening to the Kelly Confidential Podcast with Kelly Wilkes. This is episode 24. Welcome to the Kelly Confidential Show, where we talk negotiation essentials and those crucial conversations empowering extraordinary women. Real women, real issues. Let's jump in. Welcome back, friends. I don't know about you, but I am determined this year to do more with less. And by that, I mean investment of time. And I'll be talking about this theme more in the coming months. So stay tuned. Uh, We'll be covering that a few times. And in the meantime, As we head into the new year and before life becomes too rushed again, it's important that we take time to reflect in order to better direct our energies for the most optimal outcomes, whether that be in your personal life or professional life. For decades, Oprah Winfrey has been steadfast in keeping a gratitude journal, first in written form and these days in electronic form. She makes a point of writing down five things she's grateful for, little joys or observations, opportunities, um, or people she's simply thankful for. And, And because she's human, there are also times when she has gaps in her journals, such as an excessively busy schedule, the demands of running a media empire, you know, the, the typical things. Um, but she always goes back to it. Why? Well, in her words, she says, I know for sure that appreciating whatever shows up for you in life changes your personal vibration. You radiate and generate more goodness for yourself when you're aware of all you have and not focusing on your have-nots. And so today we're embarking on a journey to discover the transformative power of gratitude journaling and goal setting. These two practices, when combined, have the potential to really elevate our lives in waves we might not have imagined. So grab a cup of your favorite beverage. It could be a glass of wine, I'm just saying. Find a cozy spot and let's check out the world of gratitude, goal setting, and negotiation. Imagine a tool that could shift your focus from what's lacking in your life to what's abundant. That's the magic of gratitude journaling. It's not merely about listing what you're thankful for. It's a profound exploration of the positive aspects of your life. So why is gratitude journaling a game changer? Well, let's look at the science behind it. Gratitude journaling has the incredible power to rewire our brains in a manifestation sort of way, but backed up by hard science, which I'll come on to in a moment. When we regularly express gratitude, our brain's neural pathways begin to strengthen, creating a positive feedback loop. It's like a mental workout for cultivating a mindset of positivity and abundance. According to the neuroscience, gratitude stimulates the production of dopamine and serotonin, the feel-good neurotransmitters in our brains. It essentially trains our minds to focus on the positive, fostering a sense of well-being and contentment. Now imagine doing that on a routine basis. Can you imagine the return that might give you? 
Because we know life is hard, right? Even when you have resources at your disposal, work stresses, financial challenges, illness, or loss can create sustained feelings of low mood, depression, anxiety, sadness, until something lovely and joyful turns your corner again. So life is, you know, a series of these highs and lows, and gratitude journaling allows us to navigate these fluctuations with a bit more control, grace, and a sense of peace. By acknowledging and appreciating the good, even in challenging times, we train ourselves to see the silver lining, fostering resilience and a positive outlook. Gratitude journaling allows you to to stitch together that positive perspective and to cultivate it, to harvest it. And gratitude isn't just a solo endeavor because it can extend its positive reach into our relationships and how we view those relationships. How? By expressing gratitude towards others in our journal, we fortify the positive perspective about those people. And these could be personal relationships. These could be work colleagues. And this in turn manifests itself into a stronger sense of appreciation for those other folks and the bonds we share. And that creates a ripple effect. The more grateful we are, the more positivity we attract and radiate and so on and so on. But don't take my word for it. You can Google it. You will find a myriad of scientists, life coaches, business leaders, celebrities who, who swear by it. Um, Oprah Winfrey, as I've talked about already, is probably the most prolific promoter of gratitude journaling um, that comes to mind. And I mean, you guys know I approach life with a healthy sprinkle of skepticism, especially when it comes to fads, but I am a true fan of Oprah. And I mean, this woman is the epitome of hard work, determination, and self-belief. And I don't see any of this as a fad. Um, She has long touted the benefits of mindfulness and gratitude journaling, and she's written a couple of books that talk about how consistency in paying gratitude has paid her back in major, major ways over the years. And in one of her many interviews about gratitude, she introduces us to Janice Kaplan, who is the best-selling author of The Gratitude Diaries, which is a great book, and there's a reason why people love it. It's simple, easy to understand, and easy to implement. Um, So I just mentioned her as a resource, and I've linked the books um, uh, from Oprah and also for Janice in um, the show notes. But for balance, I've also checked out some skeptics. And I found an interesting op-ed in the um, Gaston Gazette. Uh, again, the link is in the show notes by a contributing editor uh, by the name of Esther Cepeda, who writes for the Washington Post. And in the article, Esther shares her journey trying to really reduce her anxiety, work stresses, etc. Um, uh, comparing herself to her extremely laid-back husband is funny. Um, But she does this in ways that are insightful, humorous, and really relevant, I think, for most hardworking and life-overwhelmed women. And her aha moment came when she finally started um, gratitude journaling. And one of the things I appreciated most about her article was the research um, she shared into the measured benefits of positive affirmation writing, which is what this is. Um... The study uh, that she shared was from Stanford University, and it gave positive 
the the exercise was um, to give positive writing exercises to Latino and African American middle school students in two geographically different areas of the U.S. to see what happened to their academic progress. You know, was there a measured difference? And after a period of time completing these written gratitude exercises where they talked about um, the values they placed on things like relationships and creativity and things that were personally important to them, the researchers found that those students who completed the exercises throughout had better overall college readiness scores and went on to apply for more challenging college-level courses than their comparison peer groups. Really, really fascinating. Um, so not only did they bring up their um, college prep uh, readiness scores, but it, it demonstrated that they were more confident, more prepared to take on more challenging courses. Anyway, there's a lot more in the study. It's a worthy read. Uh, the Stanford research findings were later published in the National Academy of Scientists, Sciences, um, but really interesting. So check out the article and decide for yourself. And in the meantime, what does all of this gratitude journaling have to do with negotiation? Because, you know, you knew it was going to pop up somewhere in here, right? I always talk about negotiation. That is the whole point of my podcasts, <laughs> Women in Negotiation. Well, we're going to break that down in part two of today's episode. Right. So how does gratitude journaling help your negotiation? Well, the short answer is that it builds a bridge to your second powerful tool in this lesson, which is goal setting. Individually, gratitude journaling and goal setting are potent tools, but these are actually quite complementary resources, and when combined, their impact is amplified. But before I get ahead of myself, I want to take a moment to talk about goal setting as a discipline, and I'm going to refer to one of my former episodes and actually, it was one of my most popular episodes in 2023. Uh, this was episode 17, Learning from the Greats, Three Steps for Goal Setting and Negotiation is the name of it. And the link is in the show notes. Um, it was a really fun episode. And I called on some of the teachings of the late, great Jack Welch, the former CEO of General Electric, who took the company from a $14 billion powerhouse to an awe-inspiring $410 billion colossus. And for that episode, I wove and married Welch's great leadership practices with my own experiences as a female leader and a negotiator. And here are the three summary recommendations for simple but powerful goal setting. Number one, set clear and ambitious goals. This means what it says on the tin. This means identify and set the bar for those goals that will give you the best, most sustained return whether that's of your time, your money, or your relationships. And make sure those goals are straightforward and unambiguous. And straightforward doesn't mean simple, because the advice, remember, is to be ambitious. Don't be afraid to chase your ambition. And that feeds into the next one. Number two, set your destination and don't hold back. Or as I call it, set your destination and don't look back. <laughs> because Sometimes the power of our ambitions and our trajectory can scare the living daylights out of us, right? So stay focused on the road ahead and save the reflection for after you've achieved your first set of milestones. Then have a quiet victory celebration and then take those reflections and apply those learnings into your next goal. 
wash and repeat, wash and repeat. And finally, number three, embrace curiosity in your goal setting. Welch advocated for embracing change and cultivating a culture that valued innovation and agility, and that mindset fueled a company-wide belief system that individuals must be encouraged to explore the environment, speak their mind, and express their ideas. And I have often, often talked about how curiosity is one of the secret weapons in your negotiation, because the more you listen, the more you ask, the better the rapport and trust. And the biggest secret of all The most successful negotiators plot their strategies by helping the other person to get what they need. Always. Generally speaking, goals help us to move forward because they provide a roadmap for personal and professional growth. They give us direction, help us prioritize tasks, and to make decisions aligned with our aspirations. Now let's explore the transformative synergy between gratitude journaling and goal setting and how this helps. Probably the biggest benefit from reflecting on or recording our thoughts of gratitude is the sense of perspective that it gives us. It allows us to take in the bigger picture, but from a positive, sometimes nurturing position, and it shines some wisdom back to our viewpoint. Signs we may often overlook in a hurried, stress-prone, or hectic life, so that when we approach our goals with a grateful heart and a grateful mind, the entire dynamic shifts. Gratitude fosters a positive mindset. It cuts through self-doubt and paves the way for belief in our capabilities. And we are more likely to persevere and adapt even in the face of setbacks. And these are traits that I talk about widely um, in, in successful negotiations, the ability to persevere, adapt, and be resilient. And when we extend these tools to our negotiations, we become architects of a more effective, more impactful path to success. That's it. Thanks for joining me today. If you found these topics useful, please be sure to give us a like, a share, and follow us. Until next time.